have you ever been, you know, sitting on your back porch, um, staring at the fence in your backyard, and you look down, and you notice there's a hole. And then you look at your garden, and it's destroyed. And then you look at your barbecue pit, and it's got holes in it. And you realize that the crazy neighbor let their dog out, has been crawling through your fence and eating things. Doesn't sound too viable to me. <laughs> oh, hey, Jeremy. Hey, Derek. What's up, man? Hey, man. Um, How's it going? Hey, so uh, did you hear what I was saying about the fence? No, I missed it. I just walked in. Yeah, that's okay. Um, you ever in a situation where you're you know, looking at something in your house and you think, wow, this is perfect for its use, mm-hmm. but I have a different use or something. It's just not, it's not yeah. going to work for me. It's not going to work. Cutting corners. Cutting corners, things yeah, like that. You know? quick. Yeah. A lot of the things we use every day, you know, we don't experience that. Things, right. you know, in our lives. Because they've been built and tested over time. Things like microwaves and, yep. and, you know, everything in your house, basically. Lights and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but when it comes to software, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little bit. I've noticed that. He's noticed that. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed that. And this has been bugging me, actually. The, it's the been grinding term, your gears? It's been really grinding my gear. The term MVP. Mm. Um, I, I feel like nobody really knows what that means. Yeah, it's most valuable peanut. Most visible peanut. Oh, okay. All right. Is what I thought. It's the one it's in the bag that you can see. The, the it's like the, it's like the, the one's kind of burnt. Yeah, I'm going to grab that one first. Yeah. I got you. That's the most visible peanut. Yeah. So MVP. So people... Focus, I would think, if you asked a room of developers, product people, tell me... Software what, developers? Software developers, okay. right. What is your version, or what is your definition of MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Or what, what, what word comes to mind when you think MVP? Mostly they'll say minimal. Minimal. Minimal, mm. right? And then the follow-up question I have is minimal for who? For you or for the user, right? Fascinating. And... What about that viable part right mm. in the middle? Minimal yeah. viable, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of times when people think MVP, they think what is the minimum, as a, as a software engineer, what is the minimum I can do to get this product out there? But that's not what you're supposed to be doing when you think MVP. It should be what is the minimum thing that we can build to make it viable for the end user, that doesn't mean I need to code less or hack something together or cut corners. I don't sacrifice quality for the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm building a thing for the user, and I need to get them the minimum amount that they can do the, to make it viable, to make it useful, so that it's not a giant pain in the ass for them. Now, this is interesting because when something grinds Jeremy's gears, basically it puts torque on the mm-hmm. fan belt. Yep. To which my gear is connected and, su- and subsequently right. grinds my gear. We shift down. And then we we're shift down. down. Yeah, and we're just like high gear, low gear. I don't know. I'm actually, yeah. I don't know anything about cars. Yeah, I think, I think that's how it works. Yeah. I think it's a chain maybe. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's a I mentioned I built software. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know uh, yeah, I don't fair enough. Cars. I don't know anything about um, cars. So I decided to look up some sort of definitions of the term and see if we could dissect them, mm-hmm. what we thought about these yeah. definitions. And are we as a industry just thinking of the term and making up a new definition for it right so eric reese 
uh, wrote a book called Lean Startup. A lot of people have read it. I've heard of it. Um, I've seen the cover. Yeah. Uh, and and a, a few pages within it uh, yep. that Google allowed me to see for free. <laughs> um, and I've read a little bit of it, and I've also read a different uh, book called Lean Startup that was sort of, and then, sorry, Lean Enterprise mm-hmm. that was sort of like that concept but for the enterprise because I was more interested in that at the time. Right. So he defines MVP as that version of a new product which allows a team to collect the maximum amount of validated learning mm-hmm. about customers with the least effort. Right. It's a different view than we're just going to do as little as possible to right. put it in, you know. But what's interesting hand. is that implies that's a test. It implies experimentation. That is not the foundation for your product, right? Yes. That is the test to see if your product is viable. Now, what it doesn't do is doesn't form a basis for you to build upon. And so in that sense, sure, build a thing. But at what point do you scrap it and say, we're done with the MVP, we're, now we're on to the actual product, the regular product, version one, not mm. the beta version, right? Right. And I think that three years into some projects, people are still thinking in terms of building the least amount of stuff, or, or um, not building this on myself, building it as quickly as possible, hacking things together, not necessarily thinking about six months from now when I go to build a new feature onto this, right. how, much, how much time am I saving now versus how much time am I wasting in six months? Well, you may need to dramatically change your view and your product based off the feedback you get. Mm-hmm. So that minimum viable product, if it really is a throwaway mm-hmm. thing and you treat it like that, you have to have that mentality going into mm-hmm. the situation. Otherwise, you're going to be in a, a whole big pickle. So that's interesting. Think about this. If, well, let's say I'm building a chat app, right? It does one thing. I can chat with my buddies. This is for Chad? Chat app? Chat. Chad. Oh, Chad. Yeah, Chad. Oh, Chad. For okay. two Chads, a chat. Uh, for two Chads, a yeah. chat. Okay. Two, chat. Two Chads, chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so think about that. You're building a very simple thing. You're not building a really complex interaction. But let's say you're, you're working with enterprise. Yeah. You can't generally just build one little thing and have a valid test. Mm-hmm. You might get a group of people in one little part of your enterprise to test it out, perhaps. Um, but generally speaking, enterprises are more concerned with productivity and they're more concerned about return on investment and dollar values and things like that. And so when, when you're talking about enterprise, it, it's possible, but if you don't have control, if the stakeholders and the user group that you're testing with don't necessarily work together, those stakeholders are going to have a really hard time convincing other stakeholders that aren't part of your application to let you test with their people, right? And we see that a lot in, we our, do. in our work. You know, the, the product team building the application has really very little control over the, the end users. Right. Right, which is, um, which is interesting because that's almost more like a commercial application in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's just internal customer. Um, the problem is that internal customers have a lot, they have many different priorities than a commercial application, someone wanting to go use a chat app, right? So, you know, you can casually use a chat app. You can't casually use an application for work. And I think that's, like, one of the big differences. Here. It's the nature of how it's going to be used. And I think, you know, I, I ran across an article uh, that, that touches on the difference between what we think of as an MVP for the enterprise mm-hmm. and what we think of as an MVP for casual use applications. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just just throw out some sentences from this article. And I'm just curious to how you... Th- what, how you feel about them, what you think about them. And, and First thing comes to mind, gut reaction. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. First word, pick a color. Um, okay, so 
I'm going to read a sentence. You let me know how, what you think about it. Shipping something incomplete disrupts the users and the business and increases the risk of the project failing before mm-hmm. it is allowed to gain momentum. This is something That's I've heard you absolutely. say 100%. before. 100%. In, and in this case, we've seen this in our work, right? Um, there are strict regulations in place, right? Oversight. Government, federal oversight, not just with the American government, Chinese government, European government, Canadian government. You cannot ship a half-assed thing to these people. So at that point, what is minimum? Minimum is essentially a finished product, right? Um, Now, you can also always add features over time, but there is a certain process in place that you have to meet, and that is the minimum thing. And so if that's the minimum thing, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work to hack together. And if you want to spend years building up to releasing some final thing that an industry can use that is a standard that meets regulations, you cannot hack your way through that. That has got to be built on a solid foundation so that you can quickly iterate. Because if you've, if you've hacked it together, how hard is it to iterate later, right? And that's the thing. I think, I think when we think of an uh, MVP, the way I like to think of an MVP is I didn't – I don't necessarily need to use software to do that. Mm-hmm. So what if my MVP was um, something written on paper mm-hmm. or a process change yeah. or something like that just yeah. to see if I, in, if I did introduce this new change. You could turn that, fit, that paper process into a digital process if yes. you know that process works. Yes. Yeah. And that's, sure. that's the validated learning that we're missing yeah. by building software quick, yeah. Assuming it's going to work. We make a lot of assumptions. And it's interesting. I, I read another sentence here that, that you know, might ring with you. Hit me. V for viable mm-hmm. means for the user, not just the product team. It's something, that, it's something that you mentioned earlier. And it's, it's something that's difficult to... See, that's, that's the thing. And I think when, when you ask it. an engineering team or product team to them, what's minimum? What is MVP? What, what, I, like, if I told you MVP, mm-hmm. what word comes to mind? They're going to say minimum. Right, and then you're going to ask minimum for who, and generally speaking, they will say themselves. Right, and and in this case, um, read it to me one more time. V for viable. Viable means for the user, for the user not right. just the product. Right. Minimum viable. It cannot be a hack for me as a user. Right, like maybe it was really quick to get it out there, but if you're going to ask me to jump through hoops to get my job done, that is not viable. Like I cannot like in enterprise, especially again, we're talking about value. What is the value? The value is working faster, being more efficient, getting yeah. more done in the same amount of time to make more money for the company, right? So if if you're asking me to do more work just to digitize a process, why even digitize it in the first place? It's the value you're adding, and you know, we've talked about this as a team before. The value you're adding is not software mm-hmm. it's not digital right it is a business need that you are satisfying or improving something you're improving about the business how fast they deliver x product how fast they are able to repair x product whatever it is that's the goal right if you could do it without software almost better right. because software can break in weird ways yeah that's true we build software because that is the way right now in the industry. <laughs> well, that's the way right now in the industry. You can yeah. make things that are easily changeable. Mm-hmm. You can change. You can change them around. Um, if we build a hacky thing, all the benefits of software—the fact that it's soft and changeable and right. maintainable and, and, and switched around—they go out the window. Yeah. 
paper is softer than our software in some cases if we don't if yeah. we don't uh, allow it to be. Well, enhanced. that's the interesting thing is a, a lot of stuff in enterprise, um, maybe maybe not all enterprise manufacturing, um, and especially in our industry um, where it's regulated, um, the process is so hard to change because of the regulation that they don't change the process very often. And so we find that they are using paper still in, in you know, 20, what is it, 2019, whatever you're about to say 1998. 1998, whatever. <laughs> they've, been, they've been doing this process for the last 30, 40 years yeah. um, on paper, and they're still doing it the same way. And they're doing it the same way because it works, right? And paper is so flexible, they can do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. And when you go to say, I'm going to build you a piece of software that's the minimum thing I can possibly build, what is that software no longer? Flexible. It's no longer flexible. There you go. Right? And so you've essentially caused a roadblock for them because they can do essentially whatever they want with it. Now, there's benefits, obviously, tracking the data and, and digitizing the information so that you can analyze it and things like that. But what is the cost on the productivity side? So are we thinking about the MVP as experimentation, validation, potentially without software with people who are, who are experienced with dealing with user interactions, mm-hmm. especially experts in the field, and then maybe some kind of minimum flexible product mm-hmm. where you have to think about flexibility while you're building it yeah. initially yeah. and build that in because, you know, uh, there's this architectural dissonance between long-term and short-term architectural goals. And because the, the idea is that if you always plan for long-term, there are 10 business reorgs before you get there and your vision won't be, right, so you know, I'm validated. Right? Leader at the top, change your mind. Yeah, yeah, 10 times. So anyway, that, um, you know, that piece of it, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, if you think about the things in our house, uh, there are things you don't expect too. You know, like you, um, you, you may build, you know, a fence, for instance, next door to your neighbor. Um, what if they get a giraffe, you know, and the giraffe's, Looking over, over yeah. and all of a sudden you you fix the bottom, yeah. but now the and giraffe's head's the top, eating right. the uh, eating right. the things from the top. So, you no, know, that's that, true. Is that viable? Is that viable? I don't think it that, is. That becomes not viable. All right. of a sudden, you need a, a giant fence. You know. Right. Um, so appreciate you walking in here. Yeah, I know. Man. I know. Sometimes I'm just sitting here, just talking about random things, and you just step in. It's I so just strange. In. It's weird. I was just like, you know, what? let me you find know? Derek and yeah. see what Derek's up to right now. Yeah. Because I'd love to chat with him about about some things yeah. um, so well, this good. is fun I um, I appreciate the time Derek and also I appreciate your time out there in podcast land listening to this podcast we last time we spoke um, we did say that we would call this podcast the lessons learned podcast I think since then we did however I want to preface this by saying we clearly stated that that was the beta oh yeah big time uh, and so we would make some changes because we're flexible um, and so I think we've actually renamed it now. What's the retrospectives? We're calling yep. it retrospectives or retrospective. We haven't, maybe we'll change it again. <laughs> retrospective. Um, and, uh, we'll, you know, we'll change the format up. We, we said we would interview somebody every time. Um, but we might not retrospectives. Cause know. this was fun. This was fun. We're talking about stuff. We have problems with at work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in our industry yeah. and, um, we'll, we'll, sometimes we'll interview people. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But when we do. I got a whole list of this or that questions. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, everyone, and have a delightful evening. Yeah. What if it's morning for them? 
Good question. Um, Good question. I don't care. Paper is softer 